Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. member of Sports Drink Network. It is February 21st, 2022. This is Tom, finally coming to you from Sawdust Studios in the Washington, D.C. Outpost. Nick joins me from the Houston Outpost. Nick and I have been sailing in different waters for over a month. I'm just back from Phoenix, but Nick won the luxury sweepstakes with a little sail to St. Bart's Island. But most importantly, Nick, great perspectives in the last solo episodes. And But I will say I am glad we're back in the studio because although Pirate Radio is cool for a while. Yep. We seek to be a spark for the Steeler intellect and a calming salve for the ear. A salve for the ear and a set of nutrition for the gut. Ladies and gentlemen, Athletic Greens is our new sponsor. I'm so pumped. Look, Athletic Greens, I've heard them advertise on a bunch of my favorite podcasts. A bunch of pro athletes or former pro athletes use this super vitamin, basically. It's like, look, a lot of people take uh, – a treasure chest of vitamins every morning to be in peak physical condition. But Athletic Greens is just this powder, I guess from Zeus, that contains 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that help start your day right. All you got to do is pour it into some water and chug that bad boy down and it's game over for your opponents for the rest of the day. Uh, this is pretty awesome. I'm definitely going to try out uh, Athletic Greens. I've been thinking about it for years. This is the perfect uh, opportunity. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season, especially while you're traveling. All it is is one scoop in a cup of water every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do you know what we didn't have when I was a kid? Uh, cars. Adaptogens. Nope. Damn it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's just adrenochrome, I believe. Next one we got to talk about, everybody, is ColorCast. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and what? Easy to use. Yep, you heard me. Spotify Green Room is now ColorCast. Talk to me, athletes, fans, insiders, Papa Tom, who else? Everybody who possibly wants to talk about sports. Perhaps depressed Bengals fans who did such a good job. I mean, such a great job. Great season, Bengals. Good job. You got the little AFC banner. You can put that in your in your locker room. You can put it where the fans walk in. You can put it where the executives walk in. I don't think you get a 
trophy for for losing the Super Bowl, for choking and losing the Super Bowl, even though your entire team's healthy, right? Dad, do you get a trophy for losing the Super Bowl? Let me Google it. No. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think we got one for the for the Packers or the um, the Cowboys losses. But I guess well, the Steelers beat the Vikings, Cowboys, Cowboys, Rams. The Steelers got the job done in L.A. when they played the Rams. Uh, let's see who else. The Seahawks, the Cardinals. Anyways, there's a bunch of trophies. It's kind of hard to count. But that being said. ColorCast is the place where you want to talk about sports. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app for free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. Let it be known, by the way, everybody, Adenum, asterisk here. I didn't win anything in St. Bart's. I took it. I took it. I earned it. No, I was working, but it was – working is such a strong word for that. I was playing music out there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is the opposite of work. No matter how many hours you're playing, I think in the last night we did a three-and-a-half-hour set without stopping on top of a yacht while the, the boat was moving, rocking violently back and forth. Me in a power stance, arm like uh, legs wide, wide base, arms playing the guitar. Arms weren't wide. They, they were just wherever guitar goes, except for when our speaker almost fell down because the boat was rocking so much, and I had to boom, sneak out, catch that guy. Hey, so new sponsors, new coaches. The Steelers make a major splash in the coach acquisition sweepstakes. Brian Flores is probably the biggest hire that the Steelers have made since Mike Munchak and since Dick LeBeau's rehiring before him. I think that there were a lot of people who are going to try to downplay this hire and I don't know how it's going to work out officially with all the cooks in the kitchen between him and Terrell Austin, the promoted defensive coordinator, and Mike Tomlin all having hands in the cookie jar. I think that that, that could be a little tricky, especially with all these alpha personalities. But the lucky thing is Mike Tomlin is the de facto number one you know, in that case. So hopefully that helps out. But I guess I just wanted to, to preview it before we get into it. I know we have a couple of different topics that you're going to outline, Dad, but... The Brian Flores hire is huge for a lot of reasons, and the biggest one being just strategic and, and football on-field X and O's reasons. Yeah, so Terrell Austin was named the defensive coordinator. We'll talk a little bit about that and how he's going to relate to Brian Flores and how they both will relate to Mike Tomlin. The Steelers' general manager search continues after 10 candidates have been interviewed. Uh but we also want to talk about TJ. Let's Woo. we want to bathe in the glory that is TJ Watt. Finally got one. Finally, finally got that defensive player of the year. Shizzy. And this would not be a Steelers or NFL podcast unless we dip and delve into the quarterback question for the Steelers. Yeah, so we'll briefly touch on that. We have so much time. It's Tomlin. We have so much time to talk about quarterbacks i don't think that there's much to go on except for the malik willis hype which i've been talking about a little bit in the podcast over the past few weeks but obviously we're going to be digging into this i think for two years at the rate it's going all right so let's start with the headliner news brian flores so brian flores before he got to the steelers and and possibly even before he went to miami but this was really solidified in miami he's one of the best defensive coordinators or defensive minds in the league, period. And there's a couple reasons for that. Number one, he came from New England, defensive heaven, right? But really none of their coaches have had any success outside of New England until him, where he's taking a dog crap Miami Dolphins organization into relevance over the past couple years. 
And it's even more impressive, especially as you see that their owner, Stephen Ross, is this guy's going to – it's almost impossible to take down these owners, but it's looking likely that he could for trying to pay Brian Flores to tank intentionally, right? It is well known within NFL circles, well known. It's a fact that Stephen Ross wanted Deshaun Watson badly and would do anything to get him and then eventually had to change his mind when – when the trade deadline passed and they couldn't get him anymore and none of the cases had been resolved or, or settled in any sort of way. And so he's forcing that on him. Basically, Stephen Ross is like a Dan Snyder figure. Just put it that way. So Brian Flores' success in Miami is so impressive, um, especially on that defensive side of the ball because what he was working against. But when you're talking about somebody coming from the Patriots, you know that he's going to be very game plan specific in his defensive game planning. The Steelers have gotten a lot better at that in the past few years, but this guy could take it to another level. And the other thing I'll say that's awesome about Brian Flores is the style of defense he plays is Blitzburg. That's his defense. It's basically zero blitz every other play, but it's either a or it's a zero blitz look, but it's either a fake where people drop out and defense alignment will pop back out to cover the middle. It sounds exactly like Deep Le- Dick LeBeau, right? Uh, so on and so forth. So, It's organized chaos for Brian Flores, and that is a match made in heaven. He's an alpha male. I think he'll fit really well in Tomlin's staff. I said earlier, it's going to be a little weird with that many cooks in the kitchen. Hopefully they figure out how to to get that done. And obviously he's not the defensive coordinator, but he's he's much more exciting than Terrell Austin as a defensive coordinator, let's be honest. This could very well turn into Flores using the Steelers as a one-year jump-off spot to go somewhere else, or maybe he could eventually become the defensive coordinator. I don't know. But that being said, it is good to have a an entrenched and like famous and super charismatic. You're never going to out-charisma Mike Tomlin. It's good to have that kind of guy at the top. I think he'll be able to keep it in line. So I think that just football-wise, let alone the social implications of the Steelers and the Roonies putting their money where their mouth is in terms of uh, this guy could have gotten blackballed by the NFL for this lawsuit. A lot of people assumed he may never coach again for his lawsuit and suing the NFL in discrimination against black coaches. And the Steelers immediately go and they pick the guy up. And it's just a match made in heaven because... Now the Steelers are going to have the blackest, coolest coaching staff in the league. Half <laughs> their coaches are black at this point. Um, and they're all just super qualified. It's, it's match made in heaven. There's no – this isn't a Marvel movie where they're going out of their way to create uh, characters to be you know, from a different race or whatever it happens to be. And, and, and by the way, not that there's even anything necessarily wrong with that. Um, but this isn't contrived is I guess what I'm going to say. It's just a perfect fit on all levels. And it, to me, it makes me really proud to be a Steelers fan to, to see that like he has said he's not going to give up the, the lawsuit. And that's what scared especially somebody like the Texans off of um, making him their coach in addition to him also accusing the Texans of <laughs> – well, rightfully accusing the Texans of hiring David Culley, black coach, last year just to cut bait with him. One year, he was a sacrificial lamb. Everybody knew that when they hired him. Everybody knew that when they fired him, especially since he over, overachieved. So that's another reason why the Texans wouldn't want Brian Flores. But I just think it's so cool the Steelers to put their money where their mouth is when the NFL blew it with the Kaepernick situation. And the evidence looks overwhelming in Brian Flores' favor given the text from Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. Yeah, none, nonetheless, none other. Yeah, the th- again, we don't we we kind of want to stick more into the football side of things here, but I will say I, I think that's a pretty open and shut case. J- like 
what is it, 75%, 70% of the players are black? And there's one black head coach. I know that you can't always go off of uh, statistics that way. But that just, it there does seem like there should be some more coaches that way. Well, this is what's relevant. I don't want to get into social issues here, but the fact is, I think you're right. I think this guy, he's a one-year, he's a one-year rental. Um, it'll be very interesting to see how the three guys between Mike Tomlin and Terrell, Terrell Austin, Austin yeah. and Brian Flores integrate their their minds. So hopefully, you know, this is like a this would be an awesome coaching room to be in while they they work out a defensive scheme. But you know, these guys, as you pointed out, they're all alpha males. Let's see, you know, oh, yeah. and, and, and Mike Tomlin's famous for sort of mapping out the plays during the week. We'll, we'll see how it works out. But, yeah, happy to have Brian Flores. We'll see how it works out. And I, and I want to put the cherry on top of this conversation as well in terms of, like, you just rarely get an opportunity to hire a true head coach as a positional coach. And he's coaching linebackers and defensive, uh, you know, defensive assistant. Or you don't get the chance to hire a legit head coach as a coordinator. And he – Everybody agreed. The firing is insanity. They won like 10 games the prior year, and then they started slow this year. You know, when you have to go with Tua, and who knows if they're making them tank or this is or whatever, you know, whatever the situation is. They won like eight or 10 games in a row this year. This guy, you rarely get this chance to scoop up a guy who's a proven commodity, but also young and in his prime intellectually. And this guy... He moved up the ranks in, in, in New England. He was like 24 years old when they hired him as a coach. That's like wonder kid. That's Sean McVay-style stuff. They don't do that in New England. They hire, they hire young guys, and they move them up the, the board because Bill Belichick like, likes to train them. Bill Belichick likes to train them in his way, in his school of thought. But this guy has been kind of a star ever since he got in the league, and really the first dude after in the Belichick era to translate it to another team. So this is extremely exciting from a football standpoint. It's a good problem to have. I feel like if they knew he'd be available to actually be a coordinator before they promoted Terrell Austin, I would hope they would have had the foresight to be like, we're, we're, we're not going to do our semi-promote from within thing, which Terrell Austin falls in the new category of the Steelers, right? We're going to hire a guy and make him the assistant for a year or two, and then we'll make him the coordinator, which is what they did with Matt Canada as well. So for us complaining, like you pointed out last month, when we complain they don't make outside hires, it sort of is like, well, these guys were brought in from the outside. They just, it was like, a, it's a college system. Like, yeah, you might be the number one recruit, but you're going to sit behind Jalen Hurts for one year and then you'll be the guy. So you got to give the credit, uh, Steelers credit for that. But uh, anyways, I just, I was shocked when, we, when the Steelers got him and I can't believe they got a, a coach of that caliber. And they, they need it badly. Isn't the NFL interesting among industries where these guys ride up and down the ladder? I mean, remember Norv Turner was yeah. the Redskins uh, head coach and yeah. fell precipitously, found a, found a niche, and maybe this is the way to cure the Peter principle where guys you know, they keep getting elevated to the point right outside the reach of their capabilities and it, and it gets exposed. And they slip back down and they find a coordinator position or whatever it is. But it, it is interesting to see a head coach. He's not even a coordinator. He's head of the linebackers. So right. Let me just say this about that. Great. Can he fix Devin Bush? Is Devin Bush addressable? His issues addressable? 
I don't know how much time he's going to be spending as an inside linebackers coach. You know what I mean? And I hope that it's he's not got one year. Uh, no, no, I, I, I would be very surprised if he lasts more than a year. No, I don't mean that. Like him changing oh. positions. I mean, I don't know if that's really his response. How much of that's his responsibility on the team? Like a true positional coach. I feel like he's more important than that and closer to the overall strategy rather than a true positional coach where it's like, no, no, you just, you're with the inside linebackers all day. I mean, I'm sure from a certain standpoint, they only have so many coaches. Somebody has to run the inside linebacker film room and individual drills. And <clears throat> I assume that would be him, but I would hope that they would sort of split those duties up because this guy, like, there's a very good argument, if not a guarantee, that he's a be- like a significantly better defensive mind than Mike Tomlin is. So I would hate to, to have Tomlin and Terrell Austin drawing up the game plans when we really should have this stud drawing them up, you know? So the Devin Bush question is really e- interesting. I, I have no idea how much time he's actually going to spend as a true blue inside linebackers coach. Well... Flores spent three years as the linebackers coach at Patriots. I, I don't know if he needs to do day in or day out or direct some lackey to run the drills, but you sort of, I do hope, and I, I wanted to bring this up later. Right. Maybe we'll do it in a future episode. You know, we're going we're gonna to argue about who the Steelers should focus on. I think it has to be inside, it has to be linebacker. What do you and mean, in the draft? I, or? Yeah, I think, I, you know, I, I've been thinking and thinking about where the Steelers need to buttress what they've got. And the, I think that's where the defense, I, I would like to shore up the defense while we build the offensive line. And the defense could be shored up with a good linebacker. Definitely. Oh, yeah. The, the draft Rather than really all the other, even even with Joe Hayden either staying or moving on, my my concern is that we've got, we've got to stop the run. Because I'm actually counting on the defensive line to be, Better next year with um, Alu Alu coming back. Yeah, they could be. It just it scares me. The guy's like 34, 35 years old and coming off a season-ending injury. They said today they're very open to bringing uh, Stefan Tuit back. Like I'm looking at it like he's not going to come back. But you're right. If you get both of those guys, and even if you just have Tuit, your your line will be better. You know, knocking on wood that Cam Hayward stays healthy and everything like that. I, I I agree with your point. Like I think that in, if you get those dudes inside linebacker, will be a much bigger deal. So that is an interesting thing uh, to look at. And I am sure you're correct. Even if you get some lash, la- lackey to run the drills, Brian Flores helping an inside linebacker in the film room, uh, it's gonna help for sure. There's there's a very very short list. I think there's maybe three or four people in the league I would prefer than than Brian Flores on defense. It's pretty exciting. The Steelers continued raiding the Carolina Panthers covered. We have Frisman Jackson as the receivers coach. Somewhat controversial yeah. as, he, as he replaced Ike Hilliard. It's so controversial, hard to judge at least with these. From what we've heard in the wide receivers room. It's hard to judge with these positional coaches. We have no idea what they're doing. Anybody who says they know or they don't, you know, is lying. I mean, you can obviously watch them at training camp. What you're going to watch another? It could be any coach across America running a drill. You can get a feel for his personality, but we'll see what's up. The only thing that that says to me is that the Steelers need to stop messing around with these former players. Every former player from the '90s and early 2000s who has coached for the Steelers has been dog crap. Whether it's been Joey Porter, Heinz Ward couldn't stick on Ike Hilliard, Carnell Lake. All those guys have flamed out pretty tremendously. 
50 votes were cast for Defensive Player of the Year. 42 of them voted for T.J. Watt, which makes you wonder, what were the other eight guys thinking? In the Defensive Player of the Year award this year, it would officially be a snub. The, the last two years, he had a very good case for winning it, but I feel like last year and the year prior were just sort of underwhelming years for defenders. Nobody had this incredible year like T.J. Watt tying this all-time sack record, which he should have broke it because Brett Favre, literally gave Michael Strahan the last damn sack to get, what is it, 22 and a half or whatever it is, which is crap. And then T.J. Watt went and scored a touchdown in the very next game against the Chiefs. We're not going to talk about what happened after that. But, look, uh, Aaron Donald falls into the Bill Belichick category where it's like, yeah, he's the best ever. So you could just give the award to him every year. But I think he and T.J. were pretty close. The thing that T.J. has had for years and that he especially had this year – was he just makes these massive plays in massive situations. All right, everybody, maybe Pirate Radio isn't the worst thing in the world. (laughs) The studios have some technical issues that need to be ironed out, but I'm just going to finish up here for everybody who's interested in hearing the rest of this podcast because I, for one, know that we have a ton of stuff to talk about coming up over the offseason. It's already shaping up to be one of the most exciting Steelers offseasons, hopefully for a more positive reason as opposed to some of the uh, the killer B exodus <laughs> off-seasons, which got tiresome and how exciting they were for the wrong reasons. But hiring a, a top-tier defensive coach to get on your staff and to get into the brain trust and Brian Flores is so massive because the Steelers don't know what they don't know when it comes to defense. And what I mean by that is Brian Flores being in Bill Belichick's building and then being the first guy to be able to actually take that to another city in Miami, the, the, the amount of knowledge there, the, the level of proficiency with their thought process, the Steelers have never had. I mean, it's, it's, it's the Patriots way. To, so to actually have somebody in the building like that, is so exciting. I'm really curious to see how Josh McDaniels works out in Denver. Excuse me, not in Denver. That was his first failed attempt at a head coaching experience in Las Vegas for the Raiders. I I kind of think that he's going to do well. He seems humble. He seems like he, in, in terms of how he understands his failures of the Denver job. And I think that that understanding of offense kind of travels anywhere when it comes to him. And he's got the right quarterback for it. They need some receivers over there. But I guess circling back, what I'm trying to say is that the Flores hire is exciting even if he's not calling the plays because they're going to be having conversations and breaking down other teams throughout the course of every single week and throughout the course of the summer where they set the blueprint of what their team needs to be. I definitely agree with Dad and his point about needing to bolster the middle linebackers, but – Listen, if you're going to bring anybody in to fix Devin Bush, Brian Flores would definitely be one of those guys. So fingers crossed with that. There's also another added benefit that the Steelers already have a really good reputation among players. All players speak very highly of them. It is cool that the Steelers have this sort of college atmosphere, as Pat McAfee has called it before, because the former players come back to the team. Obviously, the team means so much to to Pittsburgh, but also they keep a lot of people in the building in terms of staff and front office people where there you can go back and there's actually people you know there. So the Steelers, when you pair that with their winning ways and their cool uniforms, I mean, come on, I think it makes it a 
an attractive place for people to come to. But now you have Brian Flores there. So the message that sends to players in the NFL who are keeping a close eye on that situation sort of socially, when you combine that with just the talent on the coaching staff and the fact that the Steelers have a lot of holes on their roster, but they have a decent number of young superstars. We've listed them a number of times. We'll list them a number more times throughout the offseason. But there are a lot of really attractive things about Pittsburgh, and I've seen just enough from the Steelers processes over the past few years to to keep my fingers crossed that they will modernize in the way in terms of like how they have to structure contracts and what kind of players they have to go through and and probably honestly like utilizing free agency more than they did you know before the joe hayden signing joe hayden and vance mcdonald trade which really ushered in this era of oh the steelers are actually making trades the steelers are signing free agent players i think they're going to need to do that especially while they're searching for this quarterback so i have hope for that and the steelers are an attractive destination even if it may not be ready for an aaron Rodgers, who would preferably have like a tom brady into into tampa bay or a peyton manning into denver situation where the team was much more solid when he got there i mean obviously you know those situations worked out really well. But the Steelers have more holes than those two teams did. That being said, the word on the street, if you listen to Pro Football Talk, is that the Aaron Rodgers going back to Green Bay is extremely unlikely. And obviously Denver is a, is a big candidate. I actually think the Colts would be a great candidate if they could get a number one receiver because they've got a really good defense, really good offensive line, and fantastic running back. They're a lot closer than the Steelers are. But the Steelers are going to be in there. You saw those googly eyes Tomlin and he were making at each other. A quick time out here. Nick already gave you a heads up on Athletic Greens. If you're listening to a sports podcast, chances are good that you're already familiar with this special multivitamin. With one scoop of Athletic Greens, you're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to launch yourself into the day. Your gut's going to thank you, as will your nervous system and immune system. You will be energized, focused, and ready to hit the gym. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We also highly recommend that you check out ColorCast, a live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and to use. Talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Don't just sit there on the other side of the mic and listen to some homer diss your team. Pay attention, Bengals fans. You pay attention to the news. You understand the nuances surrounding your team. Put your perspective out there. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. Steelers got better. 
I'm excited that they've cast such a wide net for their GM search, but I hope it ends up being a Brandon Hunt or Omar Khan, particularly Brandon Hunt coming from more of the scouting department, because that element of the Steelers has proven to work in terms of legacy hires and moving guys up the, the ladder in there. So very excited. A lot more to talk about. Guests to join us soon. Pumped that the Bengals choked, lost the Super Bowl. I just want to mention that again. Follow us on Twitter at Steelers Outpost. Hit us up, SteelersOutpost at gmail.com. Until next week, go Steelers. Okay, bye-bye. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate.